Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited to be here with you today for episode number 51, all about authenticity in your brand. Um, we're just going to start with a quote because Corey and I read a book, I don't know, was it a couple years ago, Corey, yeah. Yeah. Um, called Be by Jessica Zwig. And I think that we're pronouncing her name right. The book is awesome. It's amazing. It's about being yourself and and really like showing up authentically in your your business. But she had a quote. Be. Simply Be. You know, Simply I think be. that's the name of the company, isn't it? Maybe. Simply Be is the name of her company. Maybe. Um, the, but the quote said, people are not trying to be brands. Brands are trying to be people. This is good for you because you already contain contain the magic sauce that big brands wish they had, your humanity. And so we want to dig in today on our episode uh, just about building authenticity in your brand, what that even looks like, uh, because it can like authenticity can become a buzzword if you're not careful. And we Mm -hmm. just want to dig into that a little more. Right. Well, and like when you think about it, like Melissa said with that quote is that brands are trying to be people. And so um, they're looking for a way to bring humanity in with their marketing, with their branding um, as a way to try to relate to people. And so one of the things that, especially if you're a personal brand um, like Melissa and I are, or we have the business reboot, um, it's, it's much easier actually, if you are truly showing up as authentically as you can in your business. And you're not trying to be somebody that you're not, which when we started the reboot, we decided from the very beginning that we wanted to do it differently. We wanted it to be authentically us. There are a lot of people in the coaching um, space. There are a lot of people in the business education space. And we decided that if we were going to do this together, if we were going to join forces and create a unique brand um, where we both are contributing equally from basically both ends of the table, uh, we wanted to do it just as us. And there was no way we could do it pretending to be somebody that we weren't. Right. Well, when we started Business Reboot, I'll, I'll never forget, we sat down for that very first uh, conversation on a Zoom call and we were like, are we really about to do this? Like, this is, <laughs> we're, we're for real? Are we? Okay. Um, and, and we both came at it from a perspective of, we've seen this done a million times in different capacities, but what is it that people need to hear from us that's different than what they hear from everybody else? And so we sat down and we were like, you know what? It is because we don't want to we don't want to be pretentious and we want to be our own funny, quirky, like goofy personalities. That means that Corey's probably going to burp while we're in public. <laughs> I'm, I might say a cuss word every now and then, but it's going to be funny and it's going to be fun. And I will tell you that in in my industry in um, photography and coaching, like there is this persona that you're supposed to uh, to look like, sound like, think like, do like, be like. And um, I, we just both sat down and said, okay, if we're going to do this and we want to help support women in business, we want to help support small businesses, men and women run small businesses, then we have to show up as ourselves because we're really tired of not doing that. We are really tired of, of you know, kind of conforming to what people expect and making things look like there's just one size fits all fits all. And because we just don't believe that there is. And so um, we needed to be able to, to show up as ourselves or not do it at all. 
Absolutely. And one of the ways that showing up as ourselves has really helped is that when we brought that authenticity to our brand, it also opened the door and gave other people permission, especially our um, mastermind and coaching clients. It gave them permission to also show up as authentically as they possibly can. And so for instance, um, one of our mastermind clients, um, she really gave herself permission to double down on what she really wanted to shoot. She was a photographer and she was, you know, her, her business was slow to grow in the very beginning, but when she doubled down on what she really wanted to do, not what everybody said was the epitome of success in the photography world. It was what did she really have the capacity to do and what did she want to do? And then when that happened and she authentically tapped into that part of her branding, she was able to watch it. And we were like there on the sidelines cheering her on. She's watching it skyrocket. She learned to say no to certain genres or certain kinds of clients that didn't value what she offered. And by staying true and focused, uh, true to who she is and focused on her capacity to serve and her worth and value as a creative artist, she was able to create all kinds of new offers to serve at a max level. And that, of course, then helped grow her business. Right. We had um, another incredible entrepreneur that we served in the mastermind who had a, a brick and mortar business where he was serving people, just literally serving people like crazy. And we talked about how in big business, it can feel like if you have a servant's heart and you want to do business, not just with honesty and integrity, but but you want to be you know, really communicative and you want to be really um, focused on um, just like the the day-to-day interactions that make your people feel seen and heard that it can, it's not like popular. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was funny because in talking to him about it, I was like, remember that you show up as yourself and you treat these people the way that you are gifted to treat them and watch them be surprised because a lot of people don't serve the way that you do. And the first time he got a really good response after we had a conversation with him, he was like, wow, hold on. It's really easy to love people with this business when I'm showing up as myself. And that, I mean, it can change everything. It can change, you know, the people that you're calling in. It can change the people that um, are going to see you and want to be served by you. It changes your posture towards your business when you're able to come to the table exactly as you are. Right. A hundred percent. Well, and also we had another reboot client who is a military spouse. And when she came to us, she had been shooting like epic family portraiture in Monterey, California. Like I just say Monterey, California and everybody swoons like, oh, that beautiful backdrop. But it was, she had created a total luxury experience. But here was the problem. When she was relocated due to military orders and moved to South Carolina, um, the epic scenery wasn't there. The family request for luxury sessions simply, you know, they weren't there anymore. And so we helped her look at what could be next for her brand that still felt like a luxe experience, which is what she was known for and what she enjoyed creating and what was authentically her. And so she was very involved in the competitive dance world. And so we looked at how she could build out her brand in this niche and her business literally exploded overnight by staying true to her lux and exclusive offers, just with a little bit of a pivot and a twist. And so by knowing who you are, who your brand is, who your brand is meant to call in, you can have a twist and a turn in your story. You can have a business pivot. Um, You can make it all work, but it's that authenticity in your branding that is going to make the difference. 
Right. Okay. So we have said the word authenticity enough times that if it were a drinking game, y'all will be wasted. (laughs) So let's talk about what that actually means. Okay. How do you show up authentically? We talked about this before we started recording and started laughing because I was like, you know, you have to use the word to explain what the word means. And that doesn't make any sense. But showing up as yourself, right? We talk about that. We do that individually in our own coaching. We do that together with the Business Reboot. But what does that mean? And and for us, like, how do you navigate that idea of showing up as yourself? Well, here's what you do. The very first thing is that you define what success looks like for yourself. Get real and honest with what you're doing and, and how you're building things out in your personal brand in 2023. You know, what success looks like for me and what it looks like for, for Corey and our friend Ashley and our friend Aretha and, and all of our clients. Like, it's different. None of it's right or wrong. It's just very individualized, authentically, what we deem as success. And you just can't be swayed by by crap that's not yours to be swayed by, right? Like for me personally, I can't let the six or seven figure myth be the thing that I'm chasing. I love when people are like, we grew to a seven figure and eight figure business. And I, I'm like, sign me up for that, Jesus, because I'm about to play the lottery. <laughs> it is at $1 billion tonight. And you going to know that I'm taking $2 and I buy myself a ticket and we're just going to roll the dice. <laughs> I'm just going to consider this an investment in my children's college fund since Amen. I'm in Georgia and we get Hope Scholarship. Amen. But um, but I, I'm like, I'm not swayed at all by people who say, you know, grow your business to six, seven, eight figures, uh, because I know that you don't actually get to take home those full six, seven, and eight figures, uh, because you've got to pay people that are working for you to do the thing. To build and the so, team to make that happen. To build the team to make it happen, right? And so that's not something that that is success to me. Um, what is successful to me is one, is being able to provide for my family. Like, don't get me wrong. I need the monties. Please keep booking me. I am very good at what I do. Let me serve you. <laughs> but Amen. it's also having peace. Like peace became my my collateral. It became my currency. It became everything in 2020 when I made a pivot from one industry to the other. And like, that's going to be the thing that I chase until I'm dead is peace. And so, um, you know, when you define what success looks like for you and Corey and I have also given this example about being able to be the ones to pick our kids up from school. That doesn't mean that I'm, you know, I only work up until they get off and then I'm done for the day. No, sometimes a lot of the time, most of the time, it means that I finish wrapping up work right before they get out. I drive and pick them up and come back and finish for the day. And so if that kind of thing is what's important, like some people would look at that and think that's idiotic or foolish or just say, that's not even me at all. But to me, that was a huge, huge thing, uh, you know, way for me to mark what success was. And so just defining I'm also, what, I'm what also it is gonna say, I'm also yeah. going to say just a little insert here is that success as a mom and I'm just, I'm going to talk to the mamas, but the daddies need to hear this too, is uh, as a mom of a 24-year-old and two 20-year-olds right now and watching them navigate the adult world, I'm just going to tell you that that if you if you are able to be in that carpool line, which as a business owner, Melissa and I, like she said, that was, that was part of our currency of business was being mm-hmm. able to control our schedules to be there for our kids. But let me just tell you that you know, well, you sit in carpool for 30 minutes before you actually pick up the kids. And then, you know, it takes you five or 10 minutes to get home. But let's just say you give an hour to carpool every day. Can I tell you that it sounds like a really silly investment? It's like, I don't really need to do that. Somebody else can. Mm, Yes, that's true. Yes, they could ride the bus. I get all that. But those conversations that are had in those fringe hours, those little tiny moments that you get with them are where you do so much of your parenting ministry. It's where they get to unload and you get to coach them through how to handle you know, friendship 
troubles and boy and girl squabbles and um, how to deal with a teacher who's not being a great leader or help them refine their leadership capabilities. So total side note, not what we were talking about here, but just talking about looking at ways that you can build in what success looks like to you. But here's the thing, as a business owner, and especially as a mom, it also impacts uh, the success of your family when you can Mm -hmm. invest like that. Yeah, sorry, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Get off. No, you're good, (laughs) but you're good. But but the truth of it is, is that some people would look at the things that you deem successful and be like, "Girl, that ain't it," and then vice versa. And so for me, it is, you know, it is not necessarily as much about money. Does that mean that money is not important? Nope. It means it's very important, but it also means that I am chasing the right dollars and not all the dollars. And so you can't you can't show up authentically as yourself. Um, without knowing what it is that you actually want from this business. So that's that's my 10 cents. My two cents was free. Move Amen. along, Corey. I'm in. Amen. Okay, so the <laughs> next idea that we want to share with you is to show up as yourself and build a business in a way that feels good and is the most productive for you, which is a great piggyback point to what we were just talking about. But, you know, we've we've coached with clients who, you know, have spent years doing a career and maybe they're and working for others. And so maybe this business is their second career or it's their second chapter or, you know, or they've had a business and shut it down and are, are relaunching. And so now, you know, what is most important is that they're having fun while building this business before it was chasing the dollars or chasing the metrics and the numbers and the goals. But this time around, they're a little older, a little wiser. And they're like, you know, I just really want to have fun building this business. I want to enjoy every step of the way because the last business I was building, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, this does not mean though, here's a here's an asterisk. This does not mean that feelings become the currency that you chase. But the beauty of success, uh, I mean, we're going to preach on that. Is, no, I just could, I could grunt mm, um, mm, all day on that. She, said, she even threw <laughs> up a praise hand. I saw it. <laughs> but, but the beauty of success being what you decide it is. And, you know, is that you have other things that are valuable to you as you're growing um, than just maybe more money. Um, maybe it's time, maybe it's impact, maybe it's inner peace. Um, that is kind of a root to the brand that you're building. That's the foundation that you're building your brand authentically upon. Right. And I will say, I think that because you had mentioned earlier, like, you know, we're dealing like what the what the reboot does is we're helping people reboot their businesses, which most of the time means they've already had one that's established and they're just trying to take it to the next level or they are just starting and they're trying to make sure that they are being very proactive about where it's going. Um, but I will say, just like thinking about age here, is that entrepreneurs who are this newest generation of entrepreneurs, um, they do it different, y'all. I'm telling you, like, I am the the gen, you're Gen X, I'm Gen Y, right? I'm gen X, um, yeah. I, I'm on the cusp. I'm like an elder millennial. Um and uh, I, I remember, I remember days before the internet and yeah, landlines yeah. and all those things. But, um, but I'm watching people now and I can think of one of my clients right now who um, they like sub 25 year olds owning businesses. I think it is really cool because they get that, that money isn't the only thing they get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas people in our generation, it's like, they're the ones preaching the six, seven, eight figures. And they're and not, I'm not saying that younger generation can't, but, but we're the ones who are like, let's entice you to do this even more because of money where the younger generation is like, please entice me with more time to sit at a cafe and drink a coffee. Yes. Because I'm raising young professionals. I mean, my, my three girls don't own businesses. 
yet. Did I say that? Um, they're like, I'm like, like I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at I'm one of them you. little ones. I'm looking at one of them little ones like, every I'm time we're on the screen. You. I'm like, just at least <laughs> like a side hustle. Grace is like, I need to have this corporate job I have under lock and key. Like I gotta, I gotta be a pro at this and then we'll look at a side <laughs> hustle. But, um, but they do, they build differently. And so it's really cool being an elder quote unquote, if you will. I just rolled my eyes at myself. But it's really cool looking at how generational workplace um, values come into play here and how people build businesses um, based on where they are in the world, based on how old they are current in our current times, based on you know, market shifts and all the things. And so it is. It's, it's really interesting. But again, authentically you. Are you building it to work hard, play hard? Are you building it to have more time freedom? Are you building it where wealth is the, the thing you're looking to generate and pass along? It's all okay. It's just, it's on you. What, what right. are you authentically wanting to build? Right. Well, and the next kind of point is that, uh, you know, are, are you being, if you're being your authentic self, you're not going to be for everybody, right? This right. is where I think that our, Media is detrimental to our mental health um, because it makes it makes it seem right. like if your business is good, then it's going to be successful because everybody wants a piece of it, and that's not true. And you know what's true is I don't want everybody either. Like yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm not for everybody, and everybody's not for me because if I had every client that came at me, um, and they all booked, and I would be super busy and also kind of miserable because some, when it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. And we um, used to, I would torture myself and serve them anyway, um, instead of showing up like, you know, as the person I am and who I want to be and how I want to serve that I feel like is the best for me, like call and purpose um, and serving everybody in it. And so you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to lose. You have to be willing to hear no's if yes. you're going to show up authentically. And those feel hard, especially in the beginning, man, we have been at this so long. Like yes. I'm on the cusp of 20 years in entrepreneurship. And, uh, I will tell you that those no's, um, they get so much easier. Don't let people fool you uh -huh. and think that they're always going to be miserably hard. But those first couple of years are tough because all you want is somebody to believe in what you're doing and affirm you and affirm you and affirm you and baby hire a coach. That's what we do. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let people who are not for you be the ones that you get your affirmation from. And so you just have to know, like you have to rest in that, that one way that you're going to, you know, show up as yourself is going to be to disregard the fact that you're not going to be for everybody. Well, and I'm going to also say that speaking of the early years and, and having to hear a lot of no's, here's the thing. Even if you've been at this game for a long time of business, if you are pivoting into a new genre, if you are adding a new offer, if you are doing any kind of changes in your business and you were maybe serving this one demographic or like, let's say photographers, for example, you were serving in this capacity and as a you know, wedding photographer, family photographer, and now you're pivoting into another kind of photography. Guess what? Those no's that you aren't used to hearing might come back again. So be prepared mm -hmm. for a new season um, to, to bring with it new challenges. And sometimes those challenges are you will start to hear no again. Um, but being not being for everybody. Here's the problem, guys, is that when you try to be for everybody, um, you become a chameleon. And it gets real tricky to do business when you are always trying to bend and sway and shift your offers, your personality, how you show up so that it is appealing to everyone. And it gets real exhausting 
and real tiring to do business that way. So when you can plant your feet firmly on the foundation of this is who I am authentically. I just said it again. Take a drink. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be water. Blood, it's blood. fun. It could be your family full of water. It's fun. Pendulum. You had to bring it up. But oops, sorry, I just hit my mic. But it gets real hard to do business and real tiring. And we talk about burnout. Melissa and I did an entire unit in our mastermind whole month about beating burnout. And this is where it'll show up time and time again, when you have not been running a business that is authentically you burn up, burnout will show up. So there's that. Okay. The next thing is with the onset of AI, the playing field for social media and online content is leveling out y'all. We're seeing mm -hmm. it all over the place. In fact, we might be teaching about it soon. But here's the thing. We now all have access to these ideas and these talking points that are used to create content. So what differentiates you from everyone else? We're going to tell you it is only you. You are the one that has to start showing up or continue showing up in your brand. Your face has to be forward facing. Um, your brand images need to be stellar. Your um, brand assets, your, your visuals, all the things need to be on point and you need to be serving clients within your brand to the best of your ability and create a unique client experience because that is what's going to set you apart from everybody else that you are quote unquote competing with because other people can create copy just as stellar as you. They can type it into mm -hmm. ChatGPT yep. and come up with all these great ideas, a stellar blog post that actually will take them a smidgen of the time that it takes you if you are not using those tools. But the thing that is going to be the differentiator is you. Right. Well, and this is one kind of like last thing with that is that when you show up as yourself, you never have to apologize. You right. never have to, you never have to go back and say, oh man, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't think about it this way. Like you never have to, to show up and change who you are to match a situation. And so it's almost like if you get caught in a lie and then you lie to cover up the lie. And the next thing you know, you're like, isn't that true? And they're like, no, that was still a lie. Like that's what happens to us when we do not uh, honor ourselves enough to show up as who we are to serve our people. I'm telling you, you will serve your clients so much better if they can trust who you actually are that they are working with. And um, I think it's just, it's really important. And and I know that it, I feel like we're, we're saying the word authenticity and we're saying show up as you, and that can feel really difficult. But, but the truth of it is, and this is something that we had like in our notes later um, is that, you know, we, we, we can't often even like begin to start thinking about how we show up as ourselves when we're not giving ourselves the time to know who we are and what we actually want. Um, you know, when you started this business, it felt like the world was at your fingertips. It felt like your soul was like on fire and you were ready to go like take on the world and show them what you've got. And it's going to be amazing and incredible. And the longer that you go to reach for what people need and you try to to provide a service or a product solely based on what other people are asking for and not what you are asking like of yourself in this business the harder it's going to get to want to stay with it long term and so we just we can't express that enough how important it is for you to know that this business is a reflection of you i remember having a coaching call one time where I was the client with somebody who was in my industry that was a very like big name. So many people knew who she was. 
And I remember telling her, I don't feel like what I do and who I am are like the same person. And she was hella offended. Like if I am nothing but what I do, then, (laughs) you know, and I, I just remember being like, okay, we're not on the same page. And so I'm not saying that you have to be what you do, but I am saying if you're going to do it, then be who you are while you're doing it. Yes. Right. Right. That's a, that is a mic. That was good. I I hope somebody wrote that down. It was a, it was a word for somebody. I felt it. (laughs) Okay. So for our final idea, what we want to do is challenge you to think about what you would want people to know about you, to feel about you, and basically what they would say about you when you aren't in the room, because we know that that is really the true definition of a brand. Um, It's taken us years to get to the place where we are not looking to run our businesses like everyone else says we should. Um, Don't let it take you that long. Your business Mm -hmm. is yours. And we are here to help you problem solve and think and talk through how you want to authentically build out your business. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't, don't use us as the example. Don't let it take you that long. (laughs) Amen. I love that. Awesome. Amen. Well, thanks for another fabulous episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We so appreciate you guys. And we would love if you would leave a review. You can also visit us on our website, thebusinessreboot.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Business Reboot. And we will be back next week for another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. 